Chapter Eight of Little Prudy. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ginger Cucolo. Little Prudy by Rebecca Sophie Clark. Chapter Eight. Prudy Fishing. One morning after Prudy was quite well, Aunt Madge told her she might go into the garden and get some currants. While she was picking with all her might and breathing very fast, she saw Horace close by, on the other side of the fence, with a pole in his hand. "'I thought you was to school,' cried Prudy. "'Well, I ain't,' said Horace, pulling his hat over his eyes and looking ashamed. "'The teacher don't keep no order, and I won't go to such a school, so there!' they don't want me to go said prudy cause i should know too much i can say all my letters now right straight down without looking on either oh ho cried horace trailing his long pole you can't say i'm skipping about and i shouldn't care if i was you but you ought to know how to fish miss don't you wish you could drop in your line and catch em the way i do do they like to have you catch em said prudy dropping her little dipper and going to the fence don't it hurt her not as i know of they needn't bite if they don't want to no returned prudy looking very wise i suppose they want to get out and that's why they bite of course when fishes stay in the water much it makes em drown oh my stars cried horace laughing you ought to live out west you're such a cunning little spud come now here's another fish pole for you i'll show you how to catch one and i bet twill be a pollywog you're just big enough but grandma didn't say i might go down to the river wait till i go ask her Puh, said horace no you needn't i have to hurry grandma always likes it when you go with me prudy because you see i'm a boy and she knows i can take care of you twice as well as grace and susie can oh cried prudy clapping her little hands they want any of em know i can fish and how they'll laugh but there now they don't let me climb the fence i forgot well give us your bonnet and then you scooch down and i'll pull you through there said the naughty boy when they had got down to the river now i've been and put a bait on the end of your hook and i plump it in the water so you just hold on to the pole but it jiggles it tips me cried prudy and as she spoke she fell face downwards on the bank well that's smart said horace picking her up there you sit down next time and i'll prop up the pole with a rock this way there now you hold it a little easy and when you feel a nibble you let me know what's a nibble asked prudy shaking the line a nibble why it's a bite they sat quite still for some minutes the hot sun glaring on prudy's bare head with its rings of soft golden hair now now cried she suddenly i've got a nibble horace sprang to draw up her line i feel it right here on my neck said the child i suppose it's a fly now look here said horace rather vexed you're a little too bad you made me drop my line just when i was going to have a nibble wait till you feel the string wiggle and then speak but don't scream the children sat still for a few minutes longer and no sound was heard but now and then a wagon going over the bridge but they might as well have dropped their lines in the sand for all the fish they caught horace began to wish he had gone to school oh dear groaned prudy getting tired i never did see such fishes i guess they don't want to be catched 
there now you've spoken again and scared one away said horace if it hadn't been for you i should have got i don't know how many by this time prudy's lip began to tremble and two big round tears rose to her eyes huh. crying about that said horace you're a nice little girl if you do talk too much so don't you cry horace rather enjoyed seeing grace and susie in tears but could never bear to have prudy cry i'll tell you what it is said horace when prudy's eyes were clear again i don't think i make much playing hooky i don't like playing hooky neither returned prudy cause the hooks won't catch em oh you don't know what i mean laughed horace when we boys out west stay out of school we call that playing hooky oh do you but i want to go home now if we can't catch any nibbles no i'll tell you what we'll do we'll walk out on that log and try it there the river was quite high and this was one of the logs that had drifted down from the rips prudy was really afraid to walk on it because it was so round but not liking to be laughed at she crept on her hands and knees to the very end of the log trembling all the way horace took the two poles and followed but the moment he stepped on the log it rolled quite over carrying prudy under i do not know what horace thought then but he had to think fast if he had been older he might have plunged in after prudy but he was only a little boy seven years old so he ran for the house oh how he ran aunt madge was ironing in the back kitchen she heard heavy breathing and the quick pattering of feet and the words gasped out prudy's in the river prudy screamed aunt madge looking wildly at the boy's face which was as white as death run tell grandpa cried she and flew down the steps and out across the field towards the river as if she had wings on her slippers though it seemed to her they were clogged with lead has she just been saved from death only to be drowned was one of the quick thoughts that rushed across aunt madge's dizzy brain i shall be too late too late and her mother gone god forgive me it is i who should have watched her poor aunt madge as if any one was to blame but horace there was a child crying down by the river not prudy thought aunt madge it sounds like her voice but it can't be she has sunk by this time don't be afraid prudy cried mr allen who was just behind aunt madge we are running to you the cry came up louder it was prudy's voice mr allen leaped the fence at a bound and ran down the bank the child was out of the water struggling to climb the bank but slipping back at every step she was dripping wet and covered with sand mr allen lifted her in his arms and there she lay sobbing as if her heart would break but not speaking a word when she was lying clean and warm in soft blankets and had had a nap she told them how she got out the log kept jiggling said she and i couldn't hold on but i did i thought my father would say i was a nice little girl not to get drowned and let the fishes eat me up and so i kept a holding on only think said grandma shuddering and looking at horace if prudy hadn't held on horace seemed very sad and humble and was still quite pale it makes you feel mortified don't it race said prudy smiling don't you feel as if you could cry at these first words little prudy had spoken to him since she fell into the water the boy ran out of the room and hid in the green chamber for he never would let any one see him cry oh won't you forgive him said prudy looking up into mrs clifford's face won't you forgive him aunt ria he feels so bad 
and he didn't catch a fish, and he didn't mean to, and twas a log that jiggled. So Horace was forgiven for Prudy's sake. End of chapter 8 Recording by Ginger Cucolo